Come with us if you dare into a twilight world of unspeakable horror. You must die. Everybody must die. Sample, if you dare, the deadly passion of the vampire lovers. Vampire lovers, perverted creatures of the night, find their victims everywhere. The unsuspecting merrymakers in glittering ballrooms with their young and tender throats. The sleeping beauties whose troubled dreams turn into real terrifying nightmares. There was a cat! A huge cat! For God's sake, save her! Their evil hearts are still for all eternity. <coughs> if one remains, yes, even one, there will be thousands more. Beware. Beware the cold caress, the kiss that kills. Beware the vampire lovers. <coughs> Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. This is Dr. Head. Say that again. Yeah, Aww. and there you go. <laughs> and you are listening to Great harmony there. <laughs> None. Oh, fellow inmates, this is uh, Professor Feather. We're going to jump back into uh, one of our series. We're going to go back to uh, visit the history of horror in film or movies or, as I like to say, flicks. <laughs> We're in the 70s, the 1970s, the 1970s coming out of the psychedelic 60s. We covered the 60s in about, what, 23 episodes, I think. Yeah. Um, so the 70s is a veritable boom in, in horror movies. Um, I think it's, it's, there's a turning point in, in the 70s for horror movies, um, which brings, uh, brings them into more into the realm of 
uh, pop culture norm and not just um, the B-movie track, but um, some actually good dark films. Was well, going to start with the year 1970. Oh, God. <laughs> Lots of films. I think, you know, if, if you just look at some of the films that are uh, in 19, that come out in 1970, uh, 1970 itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go take her away, Tar. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I no. was just like, <laughs> damn it. I was looking at the films. So, really, what came out in the 70s? I don't have any idea. In 1970, <laughs> in 1970, Big, big Foot starring John Carradine. Yes, Big oh, Foot. Uh, yeah. Dario Argento's Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Yeah, which I didn't, I never really liked very oh, I've well. never. I know I, I've never cared for his movies. I just and yeah. didn't like it. Carol trash. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is open forum, guys. Anybody oh, speak up? We're okay. Well, I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm just opening it up. Oh no! I know this is. It is a fun one, but oh, what is it There's like? So thing with two much. heads. What was that? Seventy-two. So I know. And it's the it's just the quality of these things too because they're coming up. I think they're played more as a lot of them. I'll say a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are just played for, uh, you know, just drive-in stuff. You know, just the, the fodder. Just throw out there, that, uh, like thing with two heads with Ray Milan. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> oh, I know. Seventy-two. Yeah. But in seventy-four, what comes out? Texas oh, yeah, Texas. Yeah, exactly. The film that you are about to see is an account of the tragedy which befell a group of five youths. For them, an idyllic summer afternoon drive became a nightmare. The events of that day were to lead to the discovery of one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is a and change. The there's, a, there's a bit of a change, I think, here, you know. 73 yeah, was... Yeah, and a lot of them... What was the right. what uh, the Nicholas Rugg movie in, in 70... 73, God damn it. Uh, shit, Donald Nicholas Sutherland. Rugg. Yeah, yeah, Nicholas Rugg. Uh, 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 what? Don't there's look now. Bad. Don't look now. Yeah, don't yeah, look now. that's it. Yes, yeah. Oh, now that's there, that's, we're getting into some strange territory in the horror realm, you know? Um, and, and it's becoming more visceral, too, at the time. Yeah, yeah no? but, but yet there seems to be, there seems to be a, almost a, a, dare I say it, a literary quality to some of this stuff, you know? Some of it, yes. Uh, and I think Cha Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, sits right up there. Um, I rank it right up there with, like, uh, um, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think, you know, The Exorcist and some of those movies that were coming out. Yeah. I, oh no, I, I, think, I agree on that one. I, yeah, I think it. I think that, it has that quality, you know. The the first one, you're, yeah, obviously the first one, but yeah, it struck a chord at the time too, you know, just and coming off of the like the the you know all the hearing about the serial killers that are out there and stuff like that. It just it takes on a grittier look than 
a lot of stuff that's been shown up to the time. Yeah, I think it's, right. it's, that's like a trend in movies all over the place is just that shift between the 60s and the 70s. And even it's yes. in the late 60s where the movies become more like street level and this kind of they're trying to get more re- real with like dialogue and all that kind of stuff. And even though this is like horror, I think that's what uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like scary because there's something very like r- real about it. You know, what I mean, like it's not there's nothing really it, it's no supernatural it's, element to it. It's right? plausible to <laughs> yeah. it's plausible. And the film stock makes it look more 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 realistic in that regard. It almost looks like documentary. I think we've talked about some of these elements before, but that that's what I lo- love about it. It's so straightforward. It doesn't have to add to itself to make it more grandiose. It, the subject matter is macabre, and it builds up organically on its own. To when you finally get the payoff, it is truly disturbing. You know. Yeah, yeah. and 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 I I love the fact that it's mostly uh, bloodless. You know, it's just you don't yeah. see the visceral stuff. You see just these leading up to it and letting you fill in the blanks. I love that. I, that that's a really good one. Yeah, well, I think one of the most tense scenes in that is when they pick up the hitchhiker in the van. Yes. You know, and he's oh just God, just yeah. how weird he is, and you know, and it's everybody's nightmare. And I think you know that hitchhiking thing was probably viewed differently in the 1970s than it is now. Like, you know, hitchhiking yes. is unheard of and it's filled with just the terror oh, stories yeah. and all that stuff. I going Well, if you go back through like pulp culture in the 70s and stuff, you just see all this stuff about people hitchhiking everywhere. You know, it's just a, yeah. yeah My dad used to pick up hitchhikers, you know, and it would always scare me because I was a kid, a little kid, and I'd hear those stories. I would always envision them like pick up a hitchhiker and he puts a grenade and drops off a grenade in the car or something. We're all gonna blow up, you know. Yeah, it was it was a visceral part of what was uh, going on in the in the in the cultural mindset, you know. That uh, my mind just went to the worst case scenario, probably because I watched too many horror films as a kid. Like us all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're okay for the most part. Well, in the early 70s, you know, unlike that is uh, the abominable Dr. Fibes, which we just talked about, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Fez, but are you still there? All the, all the and the sequel, Adams you know, the movies. next year coming out in 72. Fez, are you still there? He says we're breaking up. Oh, everybody sounds good He's to me. He's breaking up with us. It's so hard to do. Continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think a big part of like why there's so many things coming out is because of television. You know what I mean? Like I think there. I wonder how many of these are in theater or in theater ready to go to television. You know what I mean? Like we still have drive drive-ins and, and drive-ins, double features, and, right, right. and these movies, horror films, are notoriously cheap to make. Right. Uh, because you know, for the most part, you're really not getting A-list actors. And it's shot on existing locations or with previous existing sets. And and there's really not a whole lot of production value that has to go into them because of the cheap thrills, you know. And, uh, I mean, yeah, there are, of course, there are exceptions. You, you got a movie like Frogs, <laughs> you know, that's, that's uh, and Horror Express. Those, even though those, they both have big name actors, the movies themselves are, are pretty cheaply done. Right. Has anybody seen Straw Dogs by Sam Peckinpah? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So that I didn't. I've heard of it, but like, what's it's a horror movie? It has horrific things that happen, and it's incredibly violent, as Peckinpah tends to be. Right. Uh, I wouldn't call it a horror movie. No. 
Yeah, that's interesting because it's. A, I mean, they've got it listed here. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there are other things I saw that were listed as horror, and like like Deliverance. Um, I would not consider horror either, although horrific things happen. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't consider it a horror movie. Yeah, I guess you could. We've already had these discussions. I think. What do you call horror? You know what I mean? I guess yeah. exactly. You know, if it's right. supernatural horror, is it uh, violence and blood? Is it you know because Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre, you know, right? Is really and then you have what, movies like The Wicker Man, which which again have horror elements, but the super you know got the pagan ritual, but it's more of a, uh, it's more of a like a almost like a, a investigative mystery, you know, with a horrifying end, yeah, and then reimagined traditional. Um, horror characters like you know blackula which i think is one of my favorite horror <laughs> movies of all time i really love blackula i think it's a fantastic oh, no, vampire it's like... movie and i like william marshall he's a mama walde is a is an amazing vampire uh i think it's blackula just, don't like it it's just great <laughs> the music's awesome um you know, and, and very few vampires get to decide how they take themselves out of this world. And that's what makes it so cool is that that's what Mama Walde does. Like he knows he knows what's going down. And so he decides to let himself go up in the sun and, and take himself out. He's not trying to Andy, avoid it. And he's a vampire with a fro. Yeah, he's a badass. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. I You're like talking it. about Black and Look. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Black and Stein. I, you know, I've never seen that. Oh, that's so bad. That's, so that's really bad. Yeah. I, I tried really, to watch it. I don't think I got very far. Yeah. Because I really like black exploitation movies. And, and these are, I think, exceptional. Along with, like, have you know, you coffee. Seen, and... Have you seen, uh, what's it, uh, Dr. White and what is it? <laughs> Mr. Black or whatever it is? No, no, the Jekyll and Hyde. No, no. I, oh, no, it's, it's Dr. Black and Mr. White or something. Like <laughs> oh, anyway, turn he turned to albino. It has uh, Bernie Casey in it. He stars. Oh wow! It. No, no, I had that. I have to put it on my list. It was like what a, that was like on the very end of that monster cycle thing with those guys. Yeah, it's like there's so many movies they have to be creative with their titles. I mean, like what's the one, this one here? Like the Velvet Vampire. You know, I mean, directed <laughs> directed by <laughs> Stephanie Rothman. Never what, year, what year is that? 1971. That's, a, that's an Italian one. That's a uh, what's his name? Gene Rowland. No, movie no, it's a, it's directed no? by Stephanie Rothman. Uh, it was originally oh. called something else, like uh, Cemetery Girls or something like that. Uh, I've never seen it. Yeah, Cemetery Girls. Girls. I never seen it either, but I saw that title in the list, and I'm like, Velvet Vampire. Come on, <laughs> like, yeah, you sound smooth. Yeah. Working, working the lounge scene. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and what, what I, if we're looking at the 70s as a whole, we have, like, like you said, Feather, we have these great examples of stellar or maybe gadfly literary horror, like, like with The Exorcist. Something beyond comprehension is happening to a little girl on this street, in this house. A man has been sent for, as a last resort, to try and save her. Um, those types of movies 
that are just exceptional. And then we have schlock on the other end, like the stuff that was coming out, like extreme and, and the wizard of gore, you know, I mean, which I, I love all those splatter horror movies. And then we have stuff that could be shown on television or has been. That's how I saw a lot of these movies, like night of the Lepus. You know, which is just a really <laughs> horrible movie, but I, I love watching it. I love watching Night of the Lepus and like and Kingdom of the Spiders, you know, um, all those kinds of movies. This is stuff I grew up watching as a kid. And so it, I see all these different pockets of horror coming out. There was a glut of horror and it just it just kind of filters out into to so many sub pockets. There are few stellar horror you know examples Ooh. of horror in the 70s and then lots of like middle low grade horror which which uh you start getting I, I love start getting the ecology horror movies too like the frogs and yeah frogs is a kind of stuff. yeah the, the hellstrom chronicles and willard yeah yeah willard, willard. Yeah. yeah 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 i wrote a review of frogs for the my college newspaper and talked about how horribly inane it was and and, and I talked about the, the first five minutes of this 95 minute or non-action minute monstrosity uh, like the pacing is like a like a like a brick through the intestines you know it just goes nowhere you know and, and then we have movies I like, like how uh, the animals attack in groups they don't yeah all do it they just it's yeah, all like one frogs. critter it's all crit it's all one critter yeah. yeah the frogs are like they're like the supervisors you know they're they're just, they're just sitting there they're, they're that's what i was saying yeah, yeah yeah they don't you never get do that payoff of the of the movie poster though yeah right? they, they the, the frogs the hop on the cake yeah. yeah they they they, yeah. Hand, yeah, they hop on the cake that's the worst thing they do but they're like they're like the they're like the managers you know they just like tell the other denizens to what they uh, do. we're your wedding smashers yeah yeah <laughs> And there's a scene where I wrote about oh, it was like death by snail. There's a woman who falls down and she looks over and about two feet away, there's a snail crawling toward her. And she starts screaming and just laying there. Ah, and that like, never gets up. Like, I'm going to wait for the next hour till the snail kills me. Ah, you know, I thought it was just fantastic. No, but, but is this that like that snail from uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong? You know, where that no, guy's like regular, regular two inch long <laughs> snail. It was going to take a long time to get there. So the seventies. Was pretty great. She was going to wait. Wasn't the seventies like Ted V. Michaels as well? The Corpse Grinders. Oh my God! Stuff? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He went into the seventies. There's a good uh, documentary on him uh, on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also a good one yet. on uh, uh, Dick Miller. Um, that guy, Dick Miller. It's all about yeah. Dick Miller. I just happened to see it. I saw a little bit, but let's, yeah, I'm going to go back to it and look at it. So. Well, you know, uh, uh, kind of an ancillary thing coming out of the 60s that was pretty notable was uh, the uh, career of an actor who was, was spawned in the, um, I don't even know how, how, in the Roger Corman camp, you know, Jack Nicholson. He oh, comes yeah. out oh, in yeah. 1970 yeah, yeah. with five easy pieces, yep. you know, and then he comes out and then he comes out in 73 with the last detail. Then in 74, he comes out in Chinatown. Then in 75, he comes out with one flew over the cuckoo's nest. You know, he, he just yeah. exploded. Yes. Um, and, you know, I, I thought that was one of the nice things to come out of that, out of, out of the, uh, quote, horror camp and B-movie camp. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that goes back to Corman himself, you know, just kind of like nurturing yeah, all these. Which we've talk, talked about other, quite, yeah. quite extensively. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, there's a lot of those really good uh, documentaries. So, and it was funny because I kept calling him Ted V. Mickles uh, <laughs> whenever I would talk about him. And then, you know, you, I watched that documentary and he's, uh, they kept saying Ted V. Michaels. And he even says it himself. I'm like, okay. Sure doesn't look like Michaels. So, what did uh, another thing? What about uh, The Omen? What that came out? That, um, 76. 76. Yeah, it was heavy on the after the exorcist and the, there was a lot of supernatural horror in the mid seventies, you know, that, that kind of a supernatural biblical, you know, demonic kind of right. possession. Started, it's your stuff right. that came out. In, yeah. In Rosemary. Those, yeah. That Rosemary. Rosemary baby 68. Right. Yeah. Um, right. But that kind of opened up the door. Yeah. Yeah. Started, started. We, uh, trying to well, yeah. When you start and, and you watch the, pro, the progress of the movies through that decade, you know, and uh, when, just when you're coming up on the end of the decade, um, you know, you've got what movies that were. Um, oh, oh, one of my favorites. Uh, Eraserhead, 1977. Yeah. Yes. That's a different kind of they, horror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, but it is a horror movie. But they're, they're drifting off into that bizarreness, which I think the 80s, the beginning of the 80s kind of hit on that you know they just trying to fill the void there they started doing all this really really weird really weird stuff you know what i mean you wouldn't normally see in like a a studio production type thing but you, you just started seeing this more of this weirder uh like the hollow heads and things like that mm -hmm. and just but that's 80s yeah. but but then you also have movies that the, the dichotomy of of how the, the split in the horror we have things like toolbox murders which came out in 78 yes um, spawn of the slithers um <laughs> yes. you know, yeah. no, like by that. the way i i went there and i got a you know what you got at the drive-in they, they were passing out a, a, a slithers survival kit which was uh, like a little sponge they gave nice. me like a little plastic bag oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> yes yeah but you have these like really kind of you know, bottom feeding kind of movies, but then you also have really big successes like Halloween, Dawn uh, of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead yep. um, was was a huge, and then you know, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> so, no, you know, yeah, in, with, right. in its own right, that was the, uh, one of the first what I will call pre-viral viral movies. Yes, um, you yeah. know, it really mm -hmm. was, and it you know it it was a we had just the greatest time watching that movie because it. It's one of the first examples of, of a really bad movie that did we not to be really kind of didn't good. we all go to that didn't we all go to that on I campus think, yes did we go to that one some I, of us I know did, we anyway. went to I know we went to uh, I know we went to uh, uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space but did we go to the Killer Tomatoes I thought we did we did in my head hey. Good yeah, well, cool. That's, that's the way I think. Hope we had fun. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah but you're right though. You know, the '70s did bring out a lot of stuff. Um, argue, arguably, uh, Alien. Yeah, oh, we talked yeah, about yeah, that. You know what is what is you know that goes back to that definition again. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely horror. Uh, it's just a, just because you have a different setting, you know, it's just it's those things. I mean, right. it's 
you also the 70s gave us uh the marriage between movies and Stephen King you know where uh, all these good, oh, yeah. good bad movies with what Carrie bad movies yeah Carrie yeah. was a pretty big movie wasn't it no, yeah Carrie was pretty big yeah. and, it, I didn't mind and that one that I think it's one of the better efforts at at doing his oh work. so was uh Cronenberg's uh, uh version of uh Dead Zone that's probably big. I think that's probably the best Stephen King Movie I've seen. And that's the '80s, right? Yeah, when that's is, coming. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah, yeah. But you're right, though. I'm going back. But right. anyway, but even at the end of the '70s, we're still putting out this like psychotronic, you know, drive-in. Uh, oh yeah, schlock like the Driller. Oh, killer. I know. I, yes, yes, you know that's that's, that's 1979. That's in the same year Alien comes out. You know, and the Brood. Um, you know. Yes. The, oh, I forgot about the brood. Exactly. I really, I really like the brood. The brood is just really creepy to me. That's zombie Lucio Fulci's zombie comes out that year too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, so there's all kinds of the, the, a, the spectrum is still there and in place. It's a horror boom. It really is. You know? There's a lot of horror. I mean, and you're, you got like Alien, which is on one end of the spe- spectrum, and then you got Driller Killers on the other. You know, at this this purient kind of kind of uh, exploitation film that's still being done that kind of i think carries over into the form of you know not to jump too far ahead but once we get into the 80s you have all of these uh slasher movies that just continues on in the 80s yeah well because it's all it's all exploitation because we have the hills have eyes from west craven and that's kind of like at the start of where i really do uh, i really like seeing though the threads that go through these decades that lead into other genres you know i mean you, you, we start off with one thing, then all of a sudden this thread takes you all the way to, then you get this other supposedly classic movie going with it. And it is. It, it's interesting. It's cool. History. Yeah. History! One of my favorite movies of the 70s. It, I, I, it's so it's so wonderfully bad. I just love the poster more than anything. Satan's Cheerleaders, 77. Yes. Um, the same year as you know, <laughs> sounds like yeah, a movie you'd make. Same year as Exorcist Two. No panties. No the panties. Heretic, no. Which, oh, what? Yeah. which I think, given arguably, Satan's Cheerleaders is the better movie than Exorcist Two. Sorry, John Borman, but <laughs> no, that was I agree. a pile. That <laughs> yeah. was a steaming pile. You know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, but then you also have the same year Suspiria. Um, yeah, which also, which there, yeah, yeah. I think I like Suspiria. I, do I, I, yeah. I like. The, I do. I really do. I'm not. I'm not a big I, fan. I set that off with the with the Jaws ripoff tentacles. <laughs> that also comes out that year, you know. Um, so we have these uh, these far bookend kinds of you know. Are we really just focused on horror? Movies. Yes, I'm just looking at a whole list of horror movies. Yeah, that's horror all movies. I'm looking at. The, uh, I was going to say, you know, uh, close I mean, the car. Listen, well, that's 70, 70, 78. That came out. Close Encounters. Oh. What's that? Oh yes, yeah. It's kind of a horror. I mean, she went through some terror. Is is terror of the unknown? Well, you know, there's one of the things about the '70s was all these things were advertised on television, so the commercials themselves could terrorize you, and you not you didn't even see the movie. So, like, I remember the movie Magic. Um, yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I've never. Magic is That's fun. I like that. You're dead. Or like, ooh, that's creepy. <laughs> Ventriloquist dolls talking. Yeah. What year yeah. did Magic come out? 79, uh, 78. 78. 78. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah. And who did it star? Oh, Mark Mark Hamill and, and uh, 
Um, it's Sir Anthony Hopkins. Not Mark Hamill. Was it Mark Hamill? Yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. It was Anthony yeah. Hopkins. Yeah. He, yeah. Plays, he plays another psycho, as, as opposed. Yeah. And Alex and plays I, it very well. Alex, yeah, I'd like does. to. I'd like to answer the question. It's a what is Corvette summer? there <laughs> <laughs> we go. Welcome back. I'm man. sorry. I don't, sir. I don't recognize you. Please uh, identify yourself. Yeah. Comments from the peanut gallery. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, some of the movies I think were made for television. I think like Burnt Offerings uh, by Dan Curtis, the guy who did um, The Dark Shadows. But this is when a time we had uh, the, the, still had the TV movies. Right, Burnt Offerings, I think, was a TV movie. Yeah, well, a lot of them look like that. There there was a Spielberg did The Duel. Yep, that was TV. The Duel, 75, I think, 75, 74. And that was a scary movie. And that was that realistic-looking type thing. Oh, The Duel Duel was great. Um, Yeah, really. And I think, uh, what's his name? Who played the the guy in the... We had a car just like that guy. uh, Dennis Weaver? Sports Fury. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> we had a red sports fury and it was just anyway. Yeah. And, and another horrible movie from 1976, uh, 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 Squirm. <laughs> about the, about the, the Nightcrawler invasion. You know, it's like, oh my God, the Nightcrawlers are coming. We can never get away. This is going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So bad. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, Horrible, horrible stuff. I like when they come out of the shower. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the Stephen King movie we were talking about that was made for television? The the vampire Salem. one. Salem's Lot. Salem's, Salem's Lot. Lot. Yeah. What year was that? That was eighties though. Was it? I thought that was eighties. Oh, I thought it was before the eighties. Oh, maybe not. No. Oh, maybe not. Seventy-eight or seventy-nine. I think. Yeah. It was. It was toward the toward the end. Um, let's see. That's, I don't see, maybe 79. Cause that's two part. That was in the nineties or two, early 2000s. It was 1979. It was a mini series. Yeah. 1979. Okay. So it's not considered a movie. Right it's considered, yeah. It's considered a mini series. Yeah. Cause what it was two nights. Well, you guys are talking about all these movies. What about in 1971? Um, and here again, you know, the controversial, um, a clockwork orange. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a great movie. I wouldn't call that a horror movie. You wouldn't call that a horror horror movie? But it is horrific uh, scenes. It is horrific. Incredibly violent and disturbing, certainly. Yeah, Yeah, it's a horror movie. I think it's more prophetic. I mean, it it, it definitely goes into horror when they start smashing that dude with a giant stone penis. (laughs) (laughs) What else are you going to smash him with? Oh, yeah. Instead of knock, knock, cock, cock. But that was nineteen. That was nineteen seventy-one. Yeah. And then another a horror of a totally different kind. Uh, in seventy-seven, Star Wars Episode Four came out. <laughs> oh man! Hating on Star Wars. Ooh, feather ruffling some feathers. <laughs> well. The- the most important movie to come out of the late 70s or 1979 is Phantasm. Sting of Death. Uh, oh, Phantasm. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Phantasm isn't, it's not even like science fiction or just horror. It's that kind of interdimensional, weird magic. I don't know what the hell you would call it. Paranormal. Yeah, yeah it's weird. It's one of my favorite have, horror movies. We had a remake of uh, Nosferatu that year, too. 
with Klaus Kinski. With Klaus, yeah. With oh, yeah. that's good. Um, it, it is. It was Bernard Yeah, it yep. was. It was a there, there, there literally is so much in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. We could go on about this, I, which I is good. I, which is really good. I mean, I think it. I, yeah. Well, I like the remake of Nosferatu far better than I did the remake of Dracula with Frank Langella. <laughs> you know, I mean, two, the two vampire movies that came out that year. Oh, you're so yes. sexy. <laughs> yeah, I just, and I, I, I remember watching it. I'm like, eh, and I watched it again just a few weeks ago. I'm like, boy, it's still just. just uh, you know, the really good part of that was uh, when they showed uh, Nia coming through the the tunnel. You know, looking all with her red eyes and. Oh no! The the best part is when he married. Looking uh, all nasty. It's when he married uh, Whoopi Goldberg. That's the best part. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't call. I could have said Um, Guinan. I was not. I was not expecting dreadlocks down there. Oh man! (laughs) Good God, woman! Where are your eyebrows? (laughs) On my vagina. (laughs) <laughs> and that, that that puts us puts us into the seventies with Herschel Gordon Lewis. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, the Schlockmeister, and and I, you know, he did Wizard of Gore, and uh, you know the Gore uh, Gore yeah. Girls. The Gore Gore Wizard of Gore is great. The um, Blood Feast, you know, and uh, one of my all time favorite horror movies is Zombie Lucio Fulci. Uh, technically, Zombie Two. Mm. But it's excessively right. gory. I saw that in a drive-in, and uh, I think it was a, a double feature with Blood movie. Feast. Yeah, it was a great drive-in movie. Um, double feature with Blood Blood Feast or no Blood Beach or something like that. But um, it was the first time I'd oh, that's seen. Good. That's a good one. Yeah. Such in color, all that visceral gore where they're eating, you know, the, the guts of the. the how people. old do you think? So... How old do you think you were? How old were you? Uh, oh, I was probably like sixteen. Or so when I saw that. So. Awesome. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was just yeah. just uh, sixteen. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, about the a little. So it was this kind of like a more party type thing atmosphere, right? Oh yeah, it was. It was so. It was so disturbing. Um, it was. I think by, <laughs> I might have seen it after. It might have been after Dawn of the Dead. I can't remember, but it was like I saw both of those pretty quickly, pretty you know, close to one another. Hey, Doctor Head, is yeah. Zombie Two is Zombie Two the one with the uh, the, the the fight with the shark? Yes, zombie- it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Blue Fez, Blue Fez. Yes, nice. I remember that. Good, good. Yeah, it was just a, which is a great. That scene. is a pretty uh, ambitious scene. You know? <laughs> you think about that. Yeah, and the music is disturbing, and uh, the scene where the woman, you know, she just takes a shower and she's looking outside, and the zombie reaches through the window and like pulls her head and that piece of broken wood and just impales her eye slowly <laughs> onto that big jagged piece of wood you could feel it it just goes on and on and on for about 30 seconds it's it's really gruesome well it's funny because even uh, e- even in the 70s and on into the 80s uh, roger corman is still making people's careers so like uh, we have piranha from joe dante mm-hmm. right but yeah, then who, who did piranha 2 yeah, Peronto. That sounds like boat motors when you're flying. <laughs> it was James. That was that, that was James Cameron. Well, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. And then to keep on the Piranha franchises continued with like Piranha Double D and uh, they, you know, there's another Piranha movie that came out that's an awful. They lot have of huge memories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and then what's the other uh, this i think i saw a, a thing on this guy larry cohen the director uh yeah, yeah. he was it lives again i really like his stuff yeah well yeah, the, his, the documentary but his really stuff was intelligent yeah mm-hmm. it was just yeah it's 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 alive and uh oh yeah it's alive you know it's great yeah i need what to... else did he did uh he did all sorts of really cool stuff uh what q um, yeah. I liked Q. Q yeah. was good. He did the re- Return to Salem's um, Lot and the stuff. Ah, yes. The yeah. stuff. The stuff. Yeah. The stuff was fun. You should yeah. go back and watch that one. Oh, that's the stuff is one. great. Garrett Morris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a really yes. fun movie. Um, uh, he did like a Salem, uh, like a third Salem's Lot. Oh no, it wasn't Salem's Lot. It was it's it's alive. The third one where they were like. They took the babies island, and put them island on this of island. The alive. Island of the yeah. Alive, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those Which are is, really If they had money, it would be ah. kind of cool, but... Oh, sorry. When he did do a return to How Salem's Lot. Oh. <laughs> oh, and he did Maniac Cop. All right, so this is... Yeah, I forgot who this guy was. Mm-hmm. Robert yeah. Zedar! <laughs> Fucking horror <laughs> fans. Then oh. in 1975, we got the... Uh, particularly weird horror movie the rocky horror picture show <laughs> oh yeah, rocky yeah, yeah that's right oh see that which, that's you know, a, took which, on a, that be... which took on a life of its own come on you know <laughs> oh yeah I probably so probably three people saw it at the theater in its original <laughs> form yeah but boy right. did it take off what, what a what a cultural like that though what a, sub, sub, what a subcultural phenomenon that 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 became Sure, you know it's it's over yeah, now. It's, uh, it's over now. Robert De Palma's a uh, Phantom of Paradise, or yeah. Oh God, I tried to watch yeah. that. Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I never. <laughs> I watched like five minutes I mean, I'm, of it. I'm not a big fan of Andy Williams, but I just like oh, this is supposed to be funny. It just wasn't anything. Like oh, poor. you know, yeah. You have you have in that year, that same year. 1975 you got jaws there is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change without passion and without logic it lives to kill a mindless eating machine it will attack and devour anything you know, which is probably one of the most influential films of the last 45 years. And the, every every sequel and every movie that inspired, you know, the, the bad follow-ups and the, the worst imitations. But Jaws is still, uh, can, you know, one of the best movies that came out of that era. Um, but then you also have the other end of the spectrum. You know, well, hey, well, no, well, Trilogy of Terror. I'll include that. That's one of the great TV movies. TV movie. Of the uh, yes, TV yeah. movie. Karen Black. Which uh, I think yes. is great. Yeah, I think we could go. We could do a whole thing on TV movies at this yeah. time period. I think. You remember? <laughs> do you guys? Do you remember Love War? Love War. Oh. Yeah, where the two alien races came to Earth to to fight. Their, they they only sent like teams of two, and they had these little devices that like kind of showed where they were at, and then uh, they had these. They had to put on glasses to see them. These glasses, and I think I think it had Lloyd Bridges in it. You are correct. 
Oh, it was an ABC movie of the week. Nice. Yes. There we go. <laughs> it was like the invaders or something like that. But anyway, at the end, she's like, they're so alien that when she, she, uh, she was an agent and, and he gets killed and she cries and, but she cries like acid. Anyway, you see her, you see her through the, you see her through the glasses. Yeah. Anyway, I like that movie. That was cool. Uh, if you guys are talking about 1975, what about The Devil's Reign with Ernest Borgnine? Oh, and, yes. and that's William a really good movie. That's a great that, movie. It is. I, I I saw it not too long ago. It was about a year or so ago, and I was I was genuinely surprised. I'm like, this is a creepy film. Yes, it totally is. And and Ernest Borgnine looking like the devil, man. That's just, you know, that's just <laughs> any 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 ideas about Mikhail's Navy or you know. <laughs> To the meatloaf have been undone, you know. <laughs> Gone, yeah. Mermaid man meets the devil's reign. That's what you think. That only comes from uh, years of of accumulating all this. <laughs> and did you guys mention Jaws yet? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I wasn't I missed him. Missed that one. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Head brought Jaws in. Yeah. There's a couple on here. Go figure I... on that one. That was... <laughs> a couple on here I'd never heard of before, like Defula. Never heard of it. Yeah. What? Def? Yeah. 1975. I am going to completely in American Sign Language. A voiceover oh, wow. provided for those who do not understand sign language. Movie star <laughs> Peter Wexberg, who also serves as director under the writer under the pseudonym Peter Wolf. <laughs> Yeah, Defula. I'm like, wow, I've never All heard right. of that. Looking that one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of awesome. Yeah, but you know they're reaching when they have things like the werewolf of Woodstock and the werewolf <laughs> and the Yeti. Hey, I haven't seen the werewolf and the Yeti. I definitely Oh, how seen. about werewolf in Washington? <laughs> With that Dean Stockwell. So uh, like how do you define what's the difference Dean. between What's the difference between a, a thriller and a horror movie? Do you remember? Because when you guys mentioned Ernest Borgnine, when is what's the because movie where tickle you and stop? What when, when he's a, what's that movie where he's on the train? Like he's I think he's hunting the hobo or whatever. Does anybody remember that? Where Ernest Borgnine? Uh, yeah, I Emperor of the North. Yeah, that's what it is. Emperor of the yes. North. Emperor of the North with um with um. Is it Lee Marvin or Carradine. Marvin? No, Lee Marvin. Yeah, Lee Marvin and, and Ernest. Because I think Ernest we saw Fortnite. that we saw that in the um, uh, the drive-in, and that movie really was so tense. Like I was just a freaking nervous wreck by the time that thing was over. Uh, but I was what? Yeah, that oh, would, I would classify that, that as that's kind of like a thriller. Thriller, okay. Yeah, that's. I think that's kind of the thing that goes towards uh, uh, like a Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw would be the extreme of that. You know what I mean? Um, just that. Oh, how do I want to put this? Just on that level, you know, that, that horror. Yeah. Yeah. Horror taps into like nightmares and, and irrationality where thrillers can be more rational. And but, but it's the level of suspense might be similar. But I think horror just comes from a different pocket of the psyche. I like that distinction. You know? Yeah, no, that makes sense. What's uh, the Dustin Hoffman film that? Where, uh, Marathon Man. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Straw Dogs. The, the, the tooth. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, the dentist. You know. Yeah, that's horrible. That's horrible. Actually, I, I was straw dogs. I was thinking the one where he was in Ireland. Is that in the seventies? Straw, straw dogs. Oh, that's. That's where uh, that's the, not the wick. No, that's not the wicker man, is it? No, 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 man was no, no. but that's another yeah. one, though. That would be another yeah. one that would be really good. Oh, it that could have been it was the Sam Peckinpah movie, but that straw dogs, straw dogs, he was in straw dogs, too. Yes, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. what year was straw dogs? Uh, 72, I think, something like that, yeah. or, or 71. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, 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 but anyway, that, that was a scary kind of a scary move that gave that that's that uh uh not that what i want to say uh uh backwoods horror yeah 71 where you're not welcome yeah yeah type idea at least didn't end with a banjo yeah right (laughs) uh what about movies like the step of what (laughs) Where, where would wife? you place that in the horror spectrum? It's a kind of it's a kind of a satirical horror. Is that film. a sci-fi? I think that's more of a sci-fi. Or, or is it sci-fi? Because yeah, I didn't I, see I, it was sci- horror as much as sci-fi. Both, but how? Uh, well, I thought it was sci. I thought it was science fiction. I think the implications of what's happening is supposed to be the horror element, like you know, and it's it's a it's a play on the whole communist well, yeah, invasion. But... It's a play on the you know the horror blessing, the body snatchers, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing. Um, you know the, this this acclamation to the this same uh, you know utopian suburbs where you know everyone's the same. That's and probably the horror, the death of the individual. You'd have you to know, throw mad society. You'd have to throw Mad Max in there then too, if that's going to be the kind of you know. Yeah, it's just listed. I don't really see yeah, it as a horror film. Yeah, as such. Yeah, but uh, it's it's listed there, certainly. Well, yeah, you I talked about that. early on, early on, the Wicker Man. I thought, now, see, mm-hmm. I, to me, that's just, that's a different type of horror, you know. But it's there again, you know, that how how to def, how to define it. And the Wicker Man isn't necessarily a, you know, a horror movie, but it's no, it has, no, it's not. It, it has it's more that I guess that psychological thriller type thing that, and but you know, with the implication of and being horror. based in a in a cult or. Would it, you know, ancient religion or whatever it was, yeah, right, right, horrific very, ending and all that, very Lovecraft, but that's like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a another movie on, um, I think it's Netflix, but The Apostle, have you seen that one? It's like, uh, like an 18 whatever, and it's supposed to be like around Ireland, and they go around to this little small island, these people are commuting over and. And like there's a small cult that colonizes the island, but it, 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 it yeah, it kind of transcends into these all this weird, yeah. I, it wasn't bad, I don't think it was bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the cult or apostle, so. and then what was the what was the one where they're in the, the RV and there it's race with the devil or something like that? Yes. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that at the Clay Zell, by the way. Thank you. Nice, excellent. <laughs> that was 1975. Yeah. Was that like a horror film, or yeah. is it? Because I don't. Wasn't there like some sort of a supernatural yeah. element? That's kind of like a thriller, I guess. Like a, yeah, a thriller, wouldn't it? It's, it's more yeah, like it's, a thriller with a with it, a horror element, supernatural element. Is it? I mean, we're we're really getting into like have... putting our boxes. You know, ticking off little tinier boxes and tinier boxes. 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, you, just, you could really just kind of do that with. So easy. With, with, yeah, it just felt yeah. like when, the people chasing what, them were, we were supernatural. That, though, you're kind of exploring that where it's, uh, you know, that outright it's that supernatural on the, on the horror, Mer- you know, morphing into that uh, the the everyday horror, you know. But it, but it always felt like there was something supernatural about the people chasing them and the way they were able to keep up with them and you know just kind of toy with them. Yeah, well, because they were Satanists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's horror then. Yeah, that movie's like Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires, which is a, a combination of horror and martial <laughs> arts. Mm. Yeah, vampires and you know it's and and which is like Hammer. I and, love it. You know, I my favorite, yeah, it fun it's a lot of fun. Um, less so, you know, Killdozer came out the seventy four. Killdozer. It's a great name. The, <laughs> the name is the best part of the movie. Yeah, you know. <laughs> It's a TV movie too, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, it's yeah, not you, good. You jump from Killdozer and you go to the car. Yes. Oh, the car yeah. so. <laughs> That's a movie that looked like a or a TV show. <laughs> yes, it did. It did look like a TV movie. Yeah, and there there was a huge spate of movies about bugs. Uh, during yes. time. Phase four with the ants that were intelligent yeah. and taking over and controlling people the, and uh, ants. The, the, um, the, and then the, all the Killer Bee movies, you know, there's like probably half a dozen. The Hailstrom Chronicles. The Hailstrom Chronicles. Hailstrom, yes. Hellstrom. Kingdom of the yeah, Kingdom of the Spiders. Yeah. Shockwaves. Yeah, the Hailstrom Chronicles is in the side. Uh, I was living in Florida in the early '70s, and uh, we, I got into this band, and the band's name. This is. Let me see. This would be 1973. Uh, the band's name was. Uh, moon frog. <laughs> yeah, whatever that conjures up. And it was a very <laughs> strange band. But we decided that we weren't like this kind of you know hippie band. So we changed our name. And the lead guitarist came in and says, and he he was a native Floridian, a native Southern Floridian, but he had this kind of a an odd almost a, a Southern accent, you know. And he said he said. Hey, I just saw this movie. It's called The Hellstrom Chronicles. I love that word, Hellstrom. And we all went, yeah, that's pretty cool. So we na- renamed the band Hellstrom. <laughs> nice. You may continue. <laughs> there we go. We came here to see a Swedish band. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll bring up I'll bring up that, you know, that that one that everybody just kind of cringes at. And that's Eraserhead. Eraserhead. <laughs> Eraserhead oh, no. is, is just such a special form of horror. Let's put special uh, in quotes. <laughs> no, I would put I would yeah. put Eraserhead along with uh, Doctor Caligari. You know, just uh, Doctor Caligari. Yeah, just the the bizarre. Just what they're showing you. If, are are they crazy? Are you seeing a, a, an insane person's? vision of what's happening or you know yeah i or are you just seeing this horrific world right true yeah true. i that you movie don't just, know it, you really don't know it, it defies it almost like it almost defies you to to continue watching it and it's it's very it leaves me staggered that this the scene with the baby uh <laughs> you know when it's sitting there just gasping in and on this radiator and i'm like what the what the hell? You know, you mean the shrimp, the, sh- the well, shrimp yeah. on the Bobby, like the little <laughs> chi- the baby chicken or whatever it's supposed to be. It's just, it's like, what, 
yeah, it is a really surreal and, and nightmarish film. And maybe that's what it is. It's almost like a fever dream. Yeah. Right. Uh, he that, he said he said it was pretty much, you know, like a dream state. Um, but, you know, Lynch did. But, you know, it, you never take whatever Lynch says for, you know, literal <laughs> shit. Right. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's one of my all time favorite movies, as some of you know. Um, I, mean, I think it was brilliant in how it was made and the the cringe factor you're exactly right there doctor had the cringe factor is is very it was high all calculated in this movie though. very calculated though and if you study the film it is absolutely brilliantly made oh uh, <laughs> have no, you what, seen what, no matter where, whether you like its content or not it was it's a it's a brilliantly made film oh and, and the audio design is wonderful yeah speaking of content have you seen uh, uh what's that what did jack do <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Lynch's uh, Netflix movie. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. That's good. What'd it's you really good. Totataban. Totataban. That's great. No, it's great. That's yeah. Lynch is one of my favorites. So. Uh, no, it was a fun movie, and uh, Bright Atar just kind of sat there and went, "What is this?" <laughs> there you the go. Monkey. I mean, the whole what monkey. Else, what, else, what else? What else came out in the seventies? Shockwaves. Uh, shockwaves. Yes. Yes. Gadfly. Talk about shockwaves. Uh, I saw this on the Ghoul um, late one nice. night, and uh, it was it was pretty bizarre. Uh, it was really good because I mean, the, like, what your one of your first scenes is just these zombies walking underwater. With goggles mm -hmm. on, they just looked yep. the the visual uh, of all of that was just really cool and really striking. I don't know how scary it was. I mean, it was a little scary with them when they start coming out of the water and stuff. But uh, yeah. it was just great because it you know it has like all no, these... it is more mood. I think yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's got all these you know Peter Cushing and uh, John Carradine, Brooke Adams. I mean yeah. there's all kinds how of people. How long were their How long were their bits? Not very <laughs> yeah, not very long. <laughs> But it didn't matter. It was a, it was a good setting. It was like this yeah. tropical island. You know, it was just a, you know, it's just a. Oh, no, it looked cool. Yeah, it, looked it really seemed cool. plausible that here's these Nazis doing these experiments. Sure, why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. In the yeah. 70s. Because yeah. they were everywhere. You know, boys from Brazil. They were, oh, you know, no, like, but. Why not? But it, <laughs> kind, of, but it, it kind of sets up that supernatural and Nazi thing, which becomes sure. like a real prevalent yeah. aspect well, of the whole. That's what we have, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, it continues on into yes. modern popular culture, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah Shockwaves uh, is great visually. It's it's really creepy. It's slow, but 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 uh, yeah, I, I like it too. It's good. It's fun. Yeah, it's really I, good. And you can only kill them by turning off their goggles. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're we're starting to get up there in time here. I got one more I'd like to talk before we leave. Just one oh, more. I had one too, but I'll oh, go, go ahead. Okay. Okay. No, go ahead. We can we, we can do All it. All right. 1977 American International Pictures, The Incredible Melting Man. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I just saw this one. Oh, my it's, God. Yeah. It's just bonkers, but I love it. It's not I, jello. I, I, <laughs> that, was, that was another movie I first saw on Creature Feature on Channel 50, and that movie has stuck with me since then. It's just bizarre and. Yeah, love it. I believe yeah. that's uh, Rick Baker, if I remember correctly, doing yeah. the makeup effects that's one for of that. His first, yes. Yeah. yeah. Talk and about it... cream corn. <laughs> cream corn. Yes, love it. I remember reading about this stuff in like uh, 
famous monster and uh, Fangoria mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Fangoria, and, yeah. Yeah, I caught it on a VHS sometime, sometime in the mid '80s, you know, because I had heard about it and had read about it in Fangoria, and uh, then I finally got a chance to see it. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, it's it's got some great visceral, gross moments. Before we got leave, I like when they find his ear on a on a leaf. Did Dr. Tar- Head, you yeah. said you had yeah. one? Yeah, oh, yeah I was just going to, I didn't want to no, we're, we're, we're discussion, but. Yeah, we're I at just to... 55 minutes, so we're, we're fine. Okay. Um, children shouldn't play with dead things. Oh! <laughs> yes! Bob Clark, the director of Also He Alan Also did, He did, you know, A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same Bob Clark. Yep. You know, yeah, as well as other other. Well, he also horror. did Black Christmas in 1974. Yes, a Black mm-hmm. Christmas story. We oh, just which, which, by the way, set up the whole slasher genre, by the way. It really did. It was an early slasher film, certainly. But Children of Shouldn't Play With Dead 72? Things. Yeah. 74. 74. Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things in 72. I saw right. that. The first time I saw that was on The Ghoul. Um, way, way back in the day. And uh, it was, you know, such a creepy, weird movie um, with these guys who dress like they they came right out of like an early Scooby-Doo <laughs> you know, episode <laughs> with, their, with their like striped pants and like their total early 70s, you know, hippie look. And the way they approached, you know, digging up the corpse and calling him Orville, you know, it was just like so weird. And then having them all, you know, come, you know, come to life at the end was, just, I thought was fantastic. You know, really just, such a horribly good movie. Cool. I think uh, you know. And I, when you're a little kid, it's scary. Oh God. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Uh, it's pretty bad. No, it's yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. So you it's know, worth worth seeing. Yeah. Since we sped through the '70s fairly quickly, faster than we have other decades. Does anybody yeah, want to have more? Uh, can we just do like some final thoughts of the '70s and horror? Real quick. Oh, sorry. We're trying to sum it up. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Tar. You can study with you. What you? Damn it! I, I think it's a transition between like the supernatural and the and the scientific kind of horror, and and the realistic. I guess more the realistic because you start seeing more of these brutal type situations happening. You know, as opposed to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, monsters or whatever. I mean, you still have that aspect, but it was, I think it becomes more of that uh, because you, you had the Manson stuff going on and mm-hmm. you had all these other serial killers coming to light. And uh, I, yeah, I, cool. I, I think what you're seeing is a transition to a more realistic horror. The monster yeah. in humanity. Uh, right. Yeah. Which I think started with Psycho. That was the first time we saw that. The yes. Yeah. I mean, and and, and then, that. yeah. And, and uh, then, what's uh, what's a Truman Capote movie that was in cold blood in cold blood yes yeah i think that had a lot to do with it too that was just henry portrait of a serial killer oh yes right Right. not there yet yeah we we have all that and it's just a transition i think you're right there tar and and we have an age of extremes you know we still have the schlocky drive-in bottom feeding stuff we have really stellar examples of of tremendously good horror movie that stick out like gems like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Exorcist, Jaws. And then yeah, it's like they were just doing everything. You know, there's just so much. It wasn't just monsters. It wasn't Frankenstein. But we, we have this. And it didn't become just serial killers or just slasher films, as we'll see more in the 80s. 
but it, it was like the golden age of horror where you could you could get monsters you could get the devil you could get the psycho inside of you you could get aliens you could get you know supernatural stuff it was just everything was there which is uh i i think 70s horror just one of the best eras. and now thinking about it you you still do i mean it just it it, it is what it is but it's um yeah, and I guess you can kind of carry that back to the 50s because you see in the 50s that a transition between the same thing, you know, to a horror, supernatural, to a scientific. And that was kind of like transitioning. Yeah. Feather? It's interesting. Feather, what's your final thoughts on the 70s? Well, man, I don't remember much of them. <laughs> 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 I, knew, I knew it was man okay. that about sums it up the 70s the, uh, the whole 70s attack of the mushroom people <laughs> nice just the movie the movie output in general in the 70s was phenomenal um, with all kinds of things you know trends and, and a know, lot of explorations of different tar, types tar, of, stop talking different types of of filmmaking styles. There we go. I'll leave it at that. All right, Fez, what do you think? Yo, I wanted to bring up a real quick point. Could would one consider this the the output of the seventies due to the uh, relaxing of the production codes um, of previous decades? I mean, the old studio codes where you couldn't show this, you couldn't show that. Those were starting to fall by the wayside in the sixties. So you, you could you could argue that when we get into the seventies. You know, they don't have these these restrictions anymore. So it's kind of like, I don't want to, I like, well, yeah, anything goes. I mean, you, you know, get, let's, let's. You get biker movies. <laughs> you get her movies. movies. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. That very well could be. Or blood no, sucking I, I, freaks. That's absolutely true. That's that's true. That transition is was moving, you know, mm. going more toward the liberal. Uh, Dr. Head. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with, with all those assertions. And then you also keep remembering that, for the most part, horror films are cheaply made. We have a lot of drive-ins, a lot of things showing double features, a lot of schlock out there. So it's going to make money no matter what. Yep. But, uh, so, so yeah, I, I say keep on making that schlocky horror. Thanks. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the 70s, you know, was, uh, again, about a lot about TV drive-ins, you know, filling, filling the the pipeline with as much as they could but it's really uh, the 70s gave us the blockbuster you know with jaws which is you know kind of a horror movie um and it also started the franchise right so from then on we had these kind of franchises that became very prolific i mean it, there were franchises prior to that uh but this was really where you know you get stuff like okay halloween was so popular they made 10 more movies of that you know <laughs> i mean it's just uh, and it's what the 80s starts to become about you know and uh, phantasm how many what five yeah, phantasms. five phantasms which stretched yeah. right up till 2016 really, yeah. you know texas chainsaw at the time too yep, yeah yeah all of three them. it's alives yeah there you go so i said so i think i think to me those are the two things that kind of carry it's the baby carry forward and i think everything that everybody said is i agree with all that stuff i think that's all completely true you know what we need to do all of us. We need, we, need to to make, we need to make a horror movie. That's it. All right. We need to do it. I've got some ideas. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you guys have a lot to take it. Don't you heard it there first? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're gonna hear it. You're gonna hear it. Just a minute. Okay. Okay. Go. Dr. Tar. This is uh, Professor Feather. This is Dr. Head. Wait, you missed me. <laughs> I'm, I'm Herschel Gordon Lewis. <laughs> Herschel Gordon Gaffly. Blah. <laughs> 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 no, there you go. I didn't recognize you there. <laughs> and you're listening to Radio. Radio at gmail.com we are on twitter we are on facebook we are all over facebook uh, we freaks blue fez's yes. alter ego <laughs> yes <laughs> facebook.com slash we freaks all one word lots of ease <laughs> all one word <laughs> we are everywhere smooth like peanut butter He's he's gonna gonna, bring this back to shakes. Smooth and creamy. (laughs) Watch out, sucker.